0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Towel Lake Talk. This is Casey.
1: And this is Chris.
0: And we've got a lot, a lot of news to get to. Last time it feels like there wasn't a bunch, this time heavier, heavier news. But before we get to it, um, we we did have a, a big uh, passing away um, since the last episode and that is director Ivan Reitman, uh, probably maybe best known for uh, Ghostbusters, um, but, you know, definitely uh, a, a big loss in the uh, filmmaking community. So, you know, we wanted to give a little bit of time and um, remembrance to him and his family and everything he created. So take a take a moment of silence for that. Yeah, so that sucked,
1: <laughs> right? Sure does. Ivan Raymond. ugh, sure does. Not that I thought he was still alive, anyways. But oh, really? Yeah, I was just—I <laughs> was the assumption that when his son did Ghostbusters Afterlife, that he was dead, anyways. Oh, I don't know why. I, know. I just yeah. I, Ivan Reitman never really came across my radar as of late. As much as he had influential movies and many things, I know, I was just kind of taken back by it, but nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, uh, let's talk about geeking out
1: though, Chris. What have you, what have you been doing? Nothing but Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West. Nothing. And I, and I, I swore to you, I will have 24, 24 hours, hours this weekend. That's right. That's right. This three day <laughs> holiday weekend, I will have one of those days logged into <laughs> a Forbidden West. Uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a good time. Yeah. To, it's a great sequel. I feel that going into it sometimes you have to go and get all your your weapons and moves and stuff like that. But it's like it's like you never left. You go right back in, you get some new stuff. Yeah. Some beautiful graphics and it's just it's a really amazing a really amazing game that makes me really look forward to what else is coming to us on PS five eventually when Whew. things are yeah. really full gear, you know. So
0: Yeah, they usually hit their their stride, I feel like, uh, around like five years, you know, worth shit. Like, they really unlock the potential of the system. So, to see something like this a year in, I mean, beautiful. So, very, uh, yeah, geeking out, same. Playing that um, as much as I can. Uh, I know you finished Peacemaker. I did. Which we'll talk about a little bit when we go into DC News. But I haven't started that yet. We've just been powering through uh Witcher season 2 which I definitely don't like as much as season 1.
1: <laughs> no, I agree with you. They do some cool stuff, um but it's funny how some people really didn't like that first season and yeah. yet we did. Um yeah, I mean, sure. honestly, it's just I feel like this this season could have benefited from maybe a, a few more episodes, maybe some stronger storytelling, but they're getting to the point where I think season three is going to be pretty epic.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping to the wild hunt is probably on its way. So Um, so, yeah, so let's go over Marvel news. Uh, Big thing out of the gate. Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. We got another trailer. Um, This one showed off even more footage and even more epicness. Um, And if you haven't watched the trailer, this is going to be spoilers because I've got one word. Illuminati. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Defenders Strange. I saw I watched it again and I was like, oh, he's got the the gray stripes, too. So very fucking cool. (laughs) Dropping my F bomb early.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this movie looks amazing. Um, It's really kind of funny because. I don't know why I never guessed they would do Illuminati. And it's such a good idea to do it before, if it is Patrick Stewart, of course it's Patrick Stewart. But before he passes or whatever. But my question is, who else is up there? Will they bring in, like, Robert Downey Jr.? Will they do, like, will they do a Chadwick Boseman or maybe a Black Panther variant? Will they do Reed Richards? Will they bring him in this way? Uh, There's Mm -hmm. a lot of questions. And it'll be exciting to see if they change it for their MCU Characters, but it would be really cool to see some of those other characters show up on that um, on console. Yep, yeah. exactly.
0: And Namor, right? I mean, and you could Namor, throw him, and, and especially if he's hinted at Black Panther two, um, this could be the beginning of that as well. So, yeah. Well,
1: Black Bolt is on it sometime. uh, sometimes.
0: Sometimes, yeah.
1: Beast was on it at you know it was second second round. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So
0: it's like as far as the When you have variants, and obviously we're seeing Iron Sentinels, which hints at Invincible Iron Man, um, that could be Tom Cruise in that role. It could be any, it could be anybody, you know, I think people say Tom Cruise, I don't know, but like, there's just so much shit going on, potentially, and this is the beginning of all of this, uh, you know, so you said Professor X, we saw Captain Marvel, possibly. We saw Captain Carter, possibly. Maybe Deadpool. It was just like there's so much stuff that could be a part of this. I like the idea
1: that maybe it's what's what's her name, Photon, with Captain Marvel powers, like a rematch with with Wanda, things like that. Yeah, really. I mean, if you're going to the multiverse, who knows what the hell they're going to do? There's just it's madness. Exactly, it's madness. (laughs) It's complete madness. madness. Uh, Speaking Speaking of of
0: madness, right, and things that no one gives a shit about, Dakota Johnson possibly, uh, well, not possibly, is cast as Madame Web, apparently a much younger
1: version of the character
0: or whatever, but yeah, I
1: don't care about this movie whatsoever. I don't. I care more about this next casting than as, more than than this movie because of just the implications and what we've talked about with Madame Web and this Spider-Verse they want to build just... I don't I don't see it. I still don't see right, it. Right,
0: right. Plus, we 100%. haven't watched
1: Morpheus yet either, so we'll see.
0: Right, we haven't, and who knows how that's going to be, um, especially after what we saw with Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Verse, so who knows? Um, but anyway, yeah, the next casting, which is Russell Crowe, uh, being a part of Craven the Hunter, um I think if it were me, and again, I'm not Sony who's just idiots in my opinion, I would probably have him be the older Kraven who teaches a new Kraven, like, how to hunt. Because <laughs> yeah. I think he would be good in that role. Um, I think it would be a neat dynamic, which we haven't even seen in Craven before. So I think that would be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that's... I just... It's funny to see Russell Crowe popping up everywhere in comic book movies, from Man of Steel to Thor: Love and Thunder. Now this, uh, it's a, it's just it's great to see him involved in these because I do like Russell Crowe as an actor, and whatever he's going to do is going to bring bring it all, bring it all to the role. Yeah, yeah, yep.
0: Super excited. Um, and then finally, Marvin news: Moon Knight has been confirmed by Oscar Isaac as a limited series. Uh, I guess that could mean, you know, six or the seven episodes and they're out. Um, and nowadays, you know, what, like that could be anything because, you know, Loki was the six or seven episodes, but then it got renewed. So, you know, what do, what do you think about this?
1: I, I don't know what to think about it until okay. we watch it. Honestly, yeah. it's like, will it, does it deem more? Of course, it will, will, and if it's really popular, going to do something else. But it's right. not like Moon Knight is one and done, per se, if it's like, yeah, sure, maybe they won't do another Moon Knight series, but where does he show up next? You know, right. Midnight Sons, Raid, right. like, they're going into that side of the Marvel Universe. And this Oscar Isaac's not just signing up for a one and done role.
0: Yeah, not not very likely anyway. So let's go across the pond here. Uh, DC Heroes teaser. This was a showcase of Black Adam. Uh, a lot of stuff. Well, mostly stuff from Black Adam, but then you got a little bit more glimpses of like the Flash and Aquaman yeah. two and stuff. But the big things that I could say were from that Black Adam footage, where we saw Hawkman in his full glory, Doctor Fate in his full glory, and Atom um, Smasher. What am I missing? That was that was the main three. That that was there, right? I saw, yeah, yeah. So. Well, you know, what did you think? I mean, we've seen Hawkman before on what was he on Legends?
1: Yes, and also on Smallville. We've seen okay, okay. We've seen this very small version. I'll say a small version of Hawkman. (laughs) Yeah. uh, And it's such a huge character uh, and really well placed in this movie with his past with Black Adam and and things like that. So I'm excited. I think this casting of him is excellent. I forgot. I'll just hold it or whatever is whatever the actor's name is. He looks awesome in that suit, and the suit yes. looks awesome. Yes, uh, the Doctor Fate costume looks great, and Adam Smasher, the CGI in that just few seconds was great. And I'm really excited to see how far they push all of these characters against Black Adam, and then as we saw in the trailer, they're definitely going to team up against something. Who knows what's bad enough to you know for everybody to have to unite? But they haven't they haven't really revealed that. In full yet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i um it's it's could be epic and i really hope it is i have high hopes uh for that movie um speaking of movies wonder twins movie is in the works over at hbo max um we've seen these guys show up a couple times uh mostly in animated and then smallville we got to see some of them in live action but you know they're not most known of superheroes uh for dc so i think you know we've been talking about it since the beginning hbo max is the place to go to unveil these kind of smaller characters your blue beetle obviously black bat girl has been around for a long time but i think the general audience isn't even super familiar with her so uh this seems the right way to go in in my opinion
1: yeah they they did a miniseries when they did wonder comics or whatever it was that bendis was doing for that like mm. middle not middle age but it was like a young adult middle yeah. age young adult yeah. crowd uh where we got naomi and 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 a few other characters and and then the relaunch of wonder twins so if you are our age and the the age of the geek you know that winter twins started in the 70s you know so it's it's it, it dates back long enough where their debut they debut was, you know, in that. It was another another set of characters, character that was introduced through animation, like yeah. Harley Quinn or Bet and Beyond, things like that, that have become mainstays in the DC canon. So I'm excited to see what they do with a movie like this because it could be a lot of fun. I thought what they did with like Stargirl and that oh, age yeah. age stuff is a lot of fun. Very like get it like have it be about being in school about getting their powers dealing with life these days a lot of there's such a range for dc characters and such a range of genre within dc that it's important to keep this kind of stuff instead of letting it all be the batman
0: yeah and speaking of things that are not batman uh peacemaker got announced for season two um as we said earlier you watched it you loved it uh, so James Gunn and Jan Cena are back with friends uh, for season two.
1: Yeah, once you watch it, I have more things to say. But it's it's definitely one of my favorite comic book shows yet. It's it's funny, it's outrageous. It's James Gunn like just going full in with this basically the Suicide Squad sequel, uh, and it's on that level of where I feel it's a worthy successor to what they did in the movie Mm. and where they can move forward from here as well. And I mean, James Gunn and John Cena have to find who Peacekeeper is because honestly nobody gave a damn about (laughs) Peacekeeper. No, hell no. No, absolutely not. Yeah. (laughs) So that's exciting.
0: Uh, Over for the CW verse, um, Gotham Knights, which we talked about, did get a pilot order. Uh, So at least the first episode is getting made. See if it gets, pitched as a series but the plot also came out which is Damian Wayne forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they're all framed for killing the cape crusader This sounds like the descendants in the, yeah. <laughs> in the Gotham world but it
1: also sounds pretty rad to me It does and I'm really excited to see where they take this I it being on the CW doesn't really mean anything anymore it's not right. really stuck in that Arrowverse. It could, I mean, it, yes, you could say it's being written by the Batwoman people, but who knows how it's going to turn out? Who knows how many episodes it's going to have and right. what the tone is? So I'm ready because who knows what's going to have to CW either. So all these shows get moved to another network. They get moved to HBO Max. I also feel like I read something today where it's like, is HBO Max helping to fund like Superman and Lois? You know, how much money is is that network adding to it so they can actually put the show on right after it airs on HBO Max. So mm-hmm. I feel like DC and WB are putting a lot more money and, and love into these projects. So I'm excited to see where this goes, especially since the game comes out this year. it be a nice little, uh, little yeah. uh, parallel there. Exactly.
0: And then finally, uh, speaking of parallels, um, we've got a book coming out called... Uh, before the Batman. It's a an original movie novel. Remember when they used to do that all the time? Maybe they huh. still do. I don't know. I haven't read that kind of shit in a while. They do. You
1: bought me that Predator
0: book. I was going to say, I did get that Predator. So anyway, uh, this takes place before the movie comes out, which comes out very soon, in the next two weeks. Um, something you might want to read, or are you going to wait until the movie comes out?
1: I'm definitely not going to read it. <laughs> I don't care enough to read something like this. I got many other things on my plate and Mm -hmm. as with everything else with this movie i'm waiting to watch it because yeah i'm not buying figures from it i'm not buying legos from it until i'm like all right i'm good with this
0: same i've been you know i eye that lego technic batmobile a lot and i I really want to get a technic set but I'm just like, if this movie sucks, yeah, I've got this cool car. But then I have a cool car to a shitty movie. So <laughs> um, so anyway, Chris, take us over
1: to that galaxy far, far away, please. Sure will. Uh, first up in news, Ray Stevenson of The Punisher Warzone and Thor fame has joined uh, Ahsoka. This is exciting. I do like this actor. I want to see exactly who he's going to be playing they say an imperial of some sort i believe it i do want to see him in kind of like a bad guy role
0: yeah that's it man ray stevenson he can he's usually even if he's a good guy he's an anti-hero like in rome or in punisher or he's a straight-up bad guy like he was in dexter as well so i don't care i love the actor um i'm ready for the show you know so bring it bring it on absolutely I
1: just you know, that should be underway soon. Probably with the filming underway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? 2023 then probably next year's release. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Exciting. Return of our favorite Rebels characters. Damn right. Um, but speaking of what's up next, Obi-Wan Kenobi dropped a teaser poster <laughs> and a release date. <laughs> of no <next> trailer. Fifth. <laughs> I I said this on, the, on, on my comics show the other day. It was just kind of like. Disney and ABC is now going to give NBC the the light of day to air that trailer first, regardless right. of what it's on. Right. Um, and it's still kind of a couple months out, so I imagine we get it in March at some point. But I don't care. I'm ready for this show more than anything. Yes, uh, for sure. It's, yeah, it's just amazing. And now, Most anticipated show of the year. 100%. Exactly. Not only that, now we know that John Williams is doing the theme for it, which even yeah. adds more yeah star warsiness to it uh full full package here and then if you're really excited as for obi-wan there's going to be a comic it's not exactly a tie-in but it's definitely uh perfectly released it's going to be a five issue mini series it basically will tell different stories of it's like basically like Tales from Obi Wan, basically, kind of what they did at the beginning of the Marvel run. Get we meet Obi Wan is about ready to leave Tatooine. He's looking back on his days there. So maybe they have some inside information to the show uh, because you know if it starts in May, it'll be going for a few months out. So maybe it's the perfect companion reading piece. Yeah, I hope so, and um, I will I will be there reading it for sure. Yep, and so it's written by Christopher Cantwell and art by Arjo e. Anandito. Next up, there's some rumors. There's been a little rumor mill out there about what's coming to Disney Plus, what Star Wars shows are in the works, and there's been some rumors about a live action High Republic series. But now it's it's being kind of leaning towards the corner that it's going to be <clears throat> aimed towards uh, young adults, you know, teens or whatever, uh, a younger audience, and it will be more like a Stranger Things themed show. So, you know, borrowing from the popularity of what that show has brought, it will be interesting to see if they can bring Star Wars material with a little bit of a horror aspect to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, like that second book. Um, Into the show Yeah, yeah. I mean, had those horror elements in it. Um, and I did enjoy that book quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I'm. you know. They need to do more as far as that's concerned. You know what I mean? Like uh, the High Republic still is kind of stuck in the the publishing realm and not enough general audience has any idea it even exist. So I think this would be the way to do it. It's, it's to get adults and kids on board and then go and start reading all these books and comics.
1: Yeah, it's a no brainer. I'm really surprised we haven't got an announcement of a movie but, I mean, there's so right. much time in this timeline, and yeah. why, why burn it all right now? They could be telling stories in the High Republic for years to come. Yeah. I agree. Uh, next up, Hunter's Battle for the Arena uh, is getting a book, and also the game will be getting a mode called Hutball, which is stripped right out of the Old Republic MMO. <laughs> uh, but first up, the book is going to be called Battle for the Arena. It's written by Mark Oshiro. I think this is great. It's going to be a middle grade novel, which, you know, a lot of kids are into these arena battle games. I'm not so much, but I will be giving this a chance. It's just free.
0: Yeah, of course, we're going to try it um, again. Like you said, I, I think it's a smart idea to do a book tie in um, and get some of the you know, it, it fleshes out these worlds. And I am a big fan
1: of of how they do that. Absolutely. I mean, if you're going to like, just build characters, build an environment, and just yep. make this more real. I mean, That's, like, basically, like, Fortnite's done that across the board. Not that I'm oh, interested yeah. in Fortnite. Great. But they've done a really good job telling the story, incorporating, like, characters from the pop culture zeitgeist out there. So, Star yep. Wars should do the same, where it's just kind of, like, you bring in all these characters from different time periods. It just makes sense, and you have a lot of fun with it. Like, don't go crazy with canon. Like, tell a canon story, maybe, how it works. But you can basically do whatever the heck you want, too. 100%. And last up in Star Wars news, Star Wars The Force Unleashed, they've been re-releasing a lot of these old LucasArts games. This is one of the more popular ones. This is coming to Switch, and at the price of $20, basically it's going to be a, an update to the Wii version. I had that Wii version, uh, I believe, with the motion controls and things like that. So... I'm excited for this because I'd love to play this again. At the same time, I have it on PC. I mean, it would be great to have this on my portable, you know, my portable game system. Why do
0: you think they didn't just release the two of them? I don't know, man. Like, two for 20, I would have got it. But it's like, you didn't do anything. You're just porting it. Like, I'll wait for it to be like five, seven bucks. You know, I don't care.
1: Yeah, that's what I did with the Jedi Knight games. That's it. Yeah, the only one I paid more money for was KOTOR. But that was 15 bucks. You know, it's worth 15 bucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't understand that. I don't understand where we don't have like a best of disc of like Star Wars LucasArts games, basically. Um, but they're going to milk that cash cow. That's why. Yep. yep. I agree. Anyways, let's take our first commercial break and we'll be back with more Tali talk. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of
0: Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics.
2: Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the Campfire Chats. A DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts.
1: We are back, and let's talk comic books. First up, Archie. Riverdale. It's crossing over in the comics. And this sounds kind of crazy. Uh, (laughs) You and I have both been a fan of that show. I haven't read Archie comics in a long time, except when they do those kind of like wacky crossovers like Predator and stuff. Yeah. But again, or the Punisher. Uh, But here again, I mean, this is kind of a wacky crossover. So I I think I'm going to be checking this out.
2: Yeah,
0: this is, I don't know what the hell is happening, but I, I'm ready for it. I, I like, you know, more than any other probably publisher, Archie takes risks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you really could keep it fun and, and nice in and that 50s vibe. And they do, but, like, they also do zombies and werewolves and, like, Sabrina. And, like, so, yeah, hey, crossing over with yourself,
1: that just sounds fun. That just sounds like a lot of fun. It does, and I will definitely be checking at least the first issue of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, a blast from the past returns. Uh, Dynamite will be releasing a new John Carter from Mars, uh, brand new series from writer Chuck Brown and artist George Camp-Badias. Uh This is hitting back in. This is in April. Uh, first appearing in 1912, this character. You know, we've talked about John Carter from Mars for a long time, and how it's easy to readapt these as time goes on, but a comic sounds like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I'm one of the rare people who've seen the Disney movie and really loved it. And this story has been told a million times over in pop culture. Um, so yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested in seeing what this updated take is, um, for really a character character, that kind of is an inspiration for Star Wars, Doom, like, so many sci-fi franchises. Avatar, obviously. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm
1: into it. 100%. Uh, jumping over to Marvel news. Lots Spider-Man Marvel news. 2099 <laughs> is back again. So we had a little, little uh, dibble and dabble with 2099 for, I think it was the late 20-teens. There was a return to that universe. Maybe it was 25 25 years. Maybe it was five years ago already. That's what I feel, because now they're doing the 30th yeah. anniversary. See, that's I think that's what it was. um I still wasn't happy because I don't think they brought back Ravage. Nor will they now. No, they did. Um, but this time around, uh, Steve Orlando, Paul Fry, and more are taking readers back to the greatest year in Marvel comics, 2099, starting this May. Yeah, Uh, So it's starting off in Spider-Man 2099 Exodus, uh, Alpha number one. This is going to be a kind of a sprawling uh, event that's going to take place, reintroducing readers to Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I pre-ordered this because, you know, I I am a huge Spider-Man 2099 fan. Um, I still have all the comics. So, yeah, I want to see... How this turns out, like you said, the return from before was okay, but you know this this seems like they're handling it a bit better.
1: Absolutely, and speaking of handling things again, Marvel will be doing another Secret Invasion run. Uh, this time, uh, I can't believe it's been fourteen years since the last one. Honestly, it makes me feel old. But uh, with, <laughs> <laughs> with Secret Invasion coming out soon from the MCU on Disney Plus. What a better time to revisit the scrolls in the comic books. And we'll be getting a new uh, limited series from Ryan North and artist Francisco Mobili. Yeah, you know, this is going to be an interesting one because
0: it takes place after. Like people remember the old ones. So and I do remember Secret Invasion was a really sweet ass uh, series. Um, so, you know, how do you switch it up? You know, they did it. Honestly, I think they did a pretty good job with Secret Wars 2. So, sure, Secret Invasion
1: 2. <laughs> Let's see what you got. Exactly. Also, Thunderbolts is getting a relaunch. Uh this time around we have some familiar uh characters on the team, but this is kind of like Marvel's answer to the Suicide Squad. Uh, Mm -hmm. which I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get Thunderbolts on the big screen within the next few years. Uh, But coming this May uh, from writer Jim Zub and artist Sean Zaxi, we have Hawkeye, Power Man, and some other characters as well, including uh, Monica Rambeau, American Chavez, which are both being featured now in Marvel prominently, especially with American Chavez showing up in Doctor Strange soon. So... This will be interesting if you've been a fan of Devil's Reign and reading that and seeing what the fallout will be from that big event.
0: Yeah, I've always liked the Thunderbolts um, as a team. So this is something to check out with this all new lineup, um, see what kind of missions they end up getting thrown on and stuff like that. So, yeah, this is, you know, I'm interested.
1: I'd rather see it on the big screen, but I'm still interested in the comics. Then last up in Marvel News, we have an, another George R.R. R. Martin um, property being adapted. Uh, if you're ready for Elden Ring, get ready for this as well. This is a superhero side of things uh, called Wild Cards. This is actually also in production as a TV series. So it'll be interesting to see more and more from this as time goes on.
0: Yeah, this is, uh, I've never read, you know, these characters before, so I do i guess i'm interested i mean there's more than 25 novels 20 short stories over 40 authors working on it in the last 30 years like what
1: that's insane <laughs> so,
0: and we when we we really don't know anything about it so yeah you know i'll probably check out this first issue and at least see if it's something i'm
1: interested in and maybe go down a wild cards hole yeah that's that's the great thing about those kind of stories just they're more addicting that way because it's just i i'm so tired of these ongoing stories of like the soap operinas i'd rather read yeah. small stories that all take place within the same universe me too anthology that for me please um anyways dc news the next big event tent pull event as they call them uh, is on its way it's called dark crisis promises not to be changing any of the continuity in major ways. But this is really uh spinning out of the Death of the Justice League. Uh Joshua Williamson has been taking over the reins on a lot of different DC titles and yeah. now event now this huge event as well. So I'm excited and this is now uh should be up for pre-order sooner than later. Uh also look forward to it being features of free comic book day uh comic as well. Sometimes those Stuff happens in those comics that make them worth money. So always be aware. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is this is another like you said, this is another one of
0: those interesting things. Of course, they'll have a road to mm-hmm. 50 tie ins. But uh, I do like the idea of what Josh Williamson has been doing. So uh, this is interesting.
1: The last up in comic news. Aquaman is getting a Black Label series, which I'm really excited for because we will get an R-rated take on The King of Atlantis. Uh, this is going to be from writer Ram V and artist Christian Ward. And it's a three-issue series, which they mostly seem to be. Uh, Arthur explores a real-world place called Point Nebo, the furthest point of Earth's oceans from land, with a twist that turns the real-world coordinates into a dumping ground for spaceships. yep
0: i pre-ordered this
1: (laughs) heck yeah i mean why not i love i love i love black label and i love when they do these these heroes like aquaman because it just takes you out of you know takes you out of gotham gives you like a a darker story for each of the characters that's yeah that's really what it is man i love i love these little elseworld takes
0: uh, i always have and
1: i'm excited for this as well yeah me too 100 percent. i can uh let me just take crowd sorcery as long as I, I put these two in here today so let's jump over to that one's a video game one's a board game uh i backed this first one it's called mina the holler uh it's de- it's definitely it's called a bone chilling ode to handheld games refined for the modern era so if you love like eight bit graphics you know Uh, Check this out. It's by the guys who did Shovel Knight. So if you know
0: Shovel Knight, then that's it. If you're a fan of that and you're a fan of what they've done and they continue to do over at Yacht Club Games, then this is a no-brainer for you to back it. And you get goodies that you're not going to get, you know, at your GameStop or Walmart or whatever the hell. So, yeah, this is –
1: I am also uh, backing this for sure. Absolutely. As of the recording – it has about 10 days to go, so I think I I put 20 bucks down on it, and I get the yeah. game and, and the stretch goals. So That's it's a it. good deal, uh, and it's really entertaining. Uh, next up, Deep Rock Galactic, uh, which was just featured on PlayStation Plus as a free game for that the past last month. Uh, it is getting a board game uh, from the mood people, one-to-four-player co-op action cave crawler uh and this also has 10 days to go so if you if you like that that game maybe you'll like the board game as well that's it miniature games man <laughs> all the
0: rage everyone's got one pretty much um all right let's go over to some tv streaming news paramount plus uh we've got already hasn't even aired yet but uh halo season two has already been greenlit Um, Outside of Star Trek, which I'm also going to mention numerous times uh, today, um, it's, you know, it's their biggest franchise, I would imagine, or it's going to be. So they're also unveiling Starfleet Academy, which is going to be a new Star Trek series focused on the cadets, um, which, again they should do it just makes sense to do that <laughs> like who wouldn't want to watch some sort of cwe version of star trek because people will so yeah i think that's uh i think that's a smart idea and um i would definitely check it out
1: yeah star trek starfleet academy is like a no brainer at this point yeah. you've done you've done so much stuff other than this and you've never even touched this ground of these grounds, right? That's it. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Just some antics and whatnot. That's it. Uh, the
0: spin-off series, The Winchesters, uh, also got a pilot order over at CW. Um, this is a prequel series produced by Jensen Eccles. I, you know, it it takes place as Sam and Dean's parents. So. <laughs> Sure. If you were a fan of Supernatural, I'm sure you're probably going to be a fan of this.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd watch this build some more lore in that universe. See how they tie back to that show.
0: Yeah. Yep, that's it. And I I did watch Supernatural for many years, so
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh I would I would check this out. Stephen King, one of the only things that hasn't been adapted, <laughs> uh, is finally getting one. Uh, Billy Summers is going to be adapted by J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot. This is going to be a limited series going to Apple+. Plus. Um, I've never even heard of Billy Summers before, but it sounds kind of cool. An ex-army sniper turned killer for hire who only kills bad men, a la you know, Dexter or something like that. But yeah, sure, fine. I love pretty much every Stephen King adaptation in some way.
1: I'll watch this. Same. I'm really excited, except for the fact that I'm going to have to really save all this stuff up for the Apple, Apple TV Plus free promo. Just watch it straight day after day. Yeah, there's that
0: new Ben Stiller show yes. that looks freaking great. So, yeah, and that just came out. Um, there's there, At this point, there's enough that I could probably keep it for a month and be pretty entertained and then uh, we'll see about that after that but um amazon prime bunch of news so first up uh we got character posters for rings of power we also got our first teaser trailer um to be quite honest with you i wasn't underwhelmed or overwhelmed i was just kind of like okay uh sure it didn't get me excited but I also didn't hate on it like so many people on the Internet are, which is really shitty when it cost them a billion dollars or whatever to make this show. So,
1: yikes. <laughs> oh, is the people, what, what are people's problems with this? That people they saw are five seconds of it. People should shut they, up. Yeah, they're like, the, the
0: CGI is garbage and it looks worse than Lord of the Rings. And what I mean, people were about? flipping out, man. Yeah.
1: These people need to get a life, honestly. Yeah, I like I said, I'm not excited about it, but I wasn't no. hate on it. No, there's oh. nothing to hate on it. It was a teaser trailer that That's looked it. pretty amazing, honestly, and got me really excited for this show. If you're gonna be an asshole on the internet, like most people are, mm-hmm. like just continue your continue your misery because this show's coming out regardless, and you're gonna be the one that you know be regret like eating your words probably. By the end of this So honestly probably but we'll we'll
0: see we'll see yeah, uh no brainer news yeah the boys renews for season four you know boys diabolic is coming out the animated series so they're going to continue to expand this world I'm sure there'll be a prequel about Vought you know like they're they're going to keep adding to it and so far I'm there for it because I've loved what I've seen from the boys so far
1: as they should it is my favorite comic book tv adaption It has been just because they've had more content and what they've given us is just not, it's just been better, better and better and more outrageous. And I'm really excited to see where else they can take this universe.
0: Me too. Uh, Reacher, people are really digging this new series. Uh, So that got renewed for a season two. Um, I haven't seen it yet. It's another one of those on on the list. I want to, I just haven't seen it
1: yet. Yeah, watch Peacemaker first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but I, I will watch this. I do like that guy quite a bit. Yeah, me too. I. It's just like you said. It's just where where does it fall in the list of, of what <sighs> usually I
0: usually genre takes more than anything. So that's where underneath all the genre shows.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Speaking of Blade Runner twenty ninety nine, uh, apparently is in the works. This is as a series. Uh, so last time we saw it was 2049, which I was a big fan of. I actually really loved it. So we shall see, you know, we've had, uh, what's the show on Netflix? Altered carbon. Altered carbon. Like we've had some of that flavor out there. So what is this going to look like? Uh, you know, I think Ridley Scott is producing it. So how does this all work in your opinion? As
1: long as Spider-Man 2099 shows up, I'm That's what happy I happy with it. Come on. You the, pick that date, right? God, this yeah. is the year. This is the year you choose. Like, I get the nines. It's I a 52. It, I It makes sense. It makes sense. I still need to watch that anime that dropped Black Lotus or whatever. I've seen, like,
0: on this, just a little bit of a tangent, but, like, on Netflix, there are so many animes. There's two uh, X-Men animes mm-hmm. on there. Which the I never. I didn't even... Yeah. Like yeah. from like 2011, like supernatural animes on there. I'm like, where is this? Like, they, they're, they're just there. <laughs> Somebody had
1: to buy those up nobody have... was watching them.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, so anyway, finally, uh, over on Amazon, uh, Fallout, the show cast Walter Goggins. He's in so many things, this guy. You know, he's in Hateful AIDS and Django Unchained, he's in Justified. He's a he's usually a good bad guy asshole character. So I would imagine he'll be playing the same in the Fallout series. From what I read, it's the
1: lead role, which is interesting as well. Mm. So the guy that walks out of the the hatch mm. finds a dog and continues walking through the wasteland of it's this of guy Fallout World. He's gonna play him. That's what it says. It says in okay. lead in lead role. So. I don't know. We'll see. I uh, okay. I need to see more from the show before I can even say a thing. So okay. Well, give me that, give me that power armor. Let me see what that looks like. My <laughs> right. Best.
0: Exactly. Hey, if they can do Halo as good as they did, they'll they'll nail it. Um, so not too worried about that as far as that goes. Um, all right. So let's get out of Amazon's. Go to Disney. Uh, small news. National Treasure. And Disney Plus, cast Catherine Zeta-Jones. I'm good with that. What else did she get? I, there was something else we brought her in too, right? Zorro. <laughs> I'll I <don't> assume. Know. <laughs> I'll assume it was. But let's assume uh, we, we. She's coming back for Zorro. One of the adaptations,
1: right? I um, uh, yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, this is adding a big name to this series, which is always exciting. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, it's. It, basically we're just getting lo- like drawn out movies these shows yeah. are enough money in them that they look great the production quality are there so i'm i've been waiting for more national treasure for a long time so pretty excited
0: yeah yeah me too uh hulu futurama revival is coming it didn't really shock me Because so many things, you know, when they started announcing things like Rescue Rangers and King of the Hill and everything else, it doesn't surprise me that these other franchises that are super popular are coming back. So uh, original voice cast is coming. You know, most of the creative behind it are also coming. So
1: cool. (laughs) No, that's that's really it. I I'm excited for more from this world. It's I can never get enough of the reruns on TV. So
0: that's it. Like fry and Friends. And then finally, Netflix. We did get our first trailer for He-Man and the Masters of the Universe Season 2. So the the kid-centric show um, is back. And I personally can't wait because I really love that first season. So I'm ready for, uh, for the next
1: one to show up. Awesome. That makes one of us. Only yeah. because I haven't watched it. That's why. only because you haven't watched it cuz yep. you really would enjoy it. Probably I really
0: think you would. Um and then finally Stranger Things is getting split into two parts. Uh one in May, one in July, I believe, uh part 2. And I think it's long. I think it's like 20 episodes or something.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay, that so, makes it worth it.
0: Yeah, it's uh you know, they said that they re- yeah, it's May 27th and July 1st. So um, I'm fine with this. You know what I mean? Like, and then season five being the last one, I, whatever. If it means quality over quantity, that's all I care about.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't see what the big deal of two months is. Honestly, it's just like anybody that complains about that's an asshole. But Mm. um, yeah, it's just, I'm glad that it's going to be longer. I always think that when I get to the end of the season, I'm always wanting more from that show so i just hope they're able to tell the story they want to and and wrap it up in season five
0: yep exactly all right so let's get over to movie news um that movie renfield just add some more casting in addition to you know mega time hitters uh nicholas cage (laughs) nicholas holtz and ben schwartz we're getting um, Sheree Agdashlu, who I'm really bad at saying her name, but she is a good
1: actress. <laughs> <So>. Most <laughs> names.
0: Yeah, she's in there as well. Aquafina's there, Adrian Martinez. So it should be interesting. Um, yeah, should be fun. <laughs> yeah, should <laughs> be fun. Like fun. <laughs> it's a universal
1: picture. So, you know what I mean? Like, I think it should be a good time. This is like a Bot and Costello meet Frankenstein level. Is that what we're, is that what we're going for? I think modern day humor horror. I I hope so. Sounds like a good time to me
0: with that. Totally fine with that. Uh, over at Netflix, Bioshock film is in the works. Um, (laughs) yeah. From this has been something I, I want to say, uh, like, What's his name from Lord of the Rings? Peter Jackson, I think, was like attached to Bioshock,
1: and a bunch of people were. So, will this happen? Maybe. Probably no. Mm-hmm. Everything's Everything's getting that adaptation now, especially yep. on these streaming services. makes Makes a lot more lot makes a lot more sense. Seems a lot more safer. That's it. I agree. Uh,
0: Scream sequel. It's getting greenlit. The directors are coming back. The movie made a ton of money. I really enjoyed it. This, again, was another no-brainer. Costs nothing to make. Makes a ton of money. Keep keep doing them.
1: <laughs> when's, when's that movie come out in digital, the new one?
0: Um, If it came out in January, I would imagine it comes out in March. Yeah. yeah so you'll be able to watch it. And I'll buy it. So watch it. Cool. Um, Super Fudge remember those books i do yeah the russos are doing an adaptation i guess i awesome. don't know if they're producing or directing it but
1: yeah that's coming yeah it doesn't matter either way they're involved so that's it. that sounds like a winning winning success story right there <laughs> exactly
0: uh we got a trailer for jurassic world three i thought it looked fantastic <laughs> Even though I really don't like these Jurassic World movies all that much. I like two better than one, for sure. But,
1: you know, what do you think of this? Again, it's they've gotten progressively better. I didn't yeah. like that first movie. I don't like Colin Trevorrow, his mm-hmm. attitude to begin with, in general. Uh, but they're bringing back the heavy hitters. They're bringing back Alan Grant and Jeff Goldblum and <laughs> Ellie Sattler. <laughs> so all of them the 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 trinity is back and i think that's what really makes this movie plus it looks the story looks good the idea behind it looks like um it's it's it looks bigger than the last one which looked bigger than the first one and the idea of them just you know dinosaurs being everywhere in the world is intriguing to me and it looks great new yeah. dinosaurs will is always a plus so i know i love it
0: Uh, Wes Ball is set to direct Harbinger. This has been another one of those things that's been in the works for a long time. Uh, The valiant comic book Harbinger of the same name has been over at Sony. So to get a director attached is good. Uh, Will we see Bloodshot again? Vin Diesel's Bloodshot again? I don't know. What do you think of this? Because, you know, this is a cautious, optimistic sort of thing.
1: I don't think about it because. Okay. It's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. um, blood, sp- blood sport, blood, blood shot. Yeah, it was all right. It didn't, it didn't do anything for anybody else. So it's not getting anything. It's not getting a sequel, right? That's I a movie so. that should have been on the streaming services. Like, if you're doing Valiant, why are you, why are you paying money to make movies and put them on the big screen? This is like, this is streaming territory. Absolutely, nobody mm-hmm. gives a shit. We like we like Valiant. I like Valiant, and I just I didn't care even when it got announced. I'm like, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see. That's it. it. You know, I'm throwing the we'll challenge
1: see. out there. Make it. You, t- it. you tell Let's them. Uh, things
0: that will be seen. Lord of the sorry Rescue Rangers, the movie. <laughs> they showed a trailer,
1: so it's coming. They did. If you if you're a fan of the old cartoon, some really funny throwbacks to that. The fact that it's partial partial like cgi partial animation is funny to me so this is this is why streaming service exists so if something like this can come out exactly it can just as as old time fans we'll just kind of see where we're at i love the indiana jones thing because it's always been like his suits indiana jones and and dale is magnum pi yeah yep It was such a nice little reference to that within um, now that they own Indie and they can do that kind of shit. So exactly. It looks fun. I'll watch
0: it. That's it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, Lord of the Rings is getting an anime in 2024. It's by the uh, director of uh, Black Lotus, the uh, Blade Runner movie. So I thought that that was pretty cool. Um, It's fine. You know, it takes place 200 years before what we saw before. Uh, You know, in the Lord of the Rings movies and The Hobbit, it's about Helm's Deep uh, getting created. I'm all about it. (laughs) In an anime for that world, it's another one of those things where it has endless chances to be expanded upon. You know, Game of Thrones does. You know what I mean? There's certain franchises where you could just keep cranking out material and Tolkienverse, as it will probably be called at some point, is another one of those things that they can just keep mining from, and I will watch probably everything that gets made.
1: 100%. I have nothing else to add to that. Uh, (laughs) If they use, besides if they use the same animation styles, Black Lotus will be interesting. A little bit more of that realistic-looking CGI anime. Uh, But like you said, why has it taken this long to get more Lord of the Rings content?
0: I think it's the money. I think oh, it's they had to buy the rights, but yeah. Um anyway ponied up hey, sooner. Got it now. Let's see it. Star Trek four finally, finally is coming out. It's gonna be produced by JJ. The original cast is all returning. I remember there was issues with money and that was what held things back. You know, the last one was in twenty sixteen, so um, I don't know if the actors, because of the pandemic, <laughs> are hurting. I don't care.
1: Pay them. Make it. I'll be there night one. That's really it. I, I'm i pretty sure pandemic has really kind of set people back a couple of years anyways. Um, yeah. And the fact that they've been kind of tossing around what to do with a Star Trek movie from Quentin Tarantino uh, yeah. to more. So it just... Yeah. It's been kind of just unknown of what was going to happen with this franchise. They moved everything to Paramount Plus for TV, so yep. it's been really alive there. But this Kelvin universe is awesome, and I like—I really like the first and third movie. The second movie I like enough, uh, but enough. the third yes, movie is great. The third it's movie is so like good. Star Trekky. It's out there, and I'm surprised it never got more um, love.
0: No, I thought it was the most Star Trek movie you know, from the original series that we've seen in a long time. And that was Simon Pegg. I would be happy if he came back for, for this fourth one as the director. So uh, keeping on with Paramount news, because they had their, like, big, uh, what do you call it? shareholders thing. So that's why a lot of this is Paramount-focused. F- um, they announced that in 2023, there's going to be a new TM, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle animated movie And then they're also going to be doing a villain driven series of films. So I don't know if it means like Shredder films or Baxter, whoever, you know what I mean? Rise of the foot clan, but yeah, they're going all in um, on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I personally wish they would do another live action one, but you know, maybe they'll see the success of these animated ones and and go on from there.
1: So everything else is just falling apart. What they've, thrown out in the last couple of years from like Colin Jost and his brother writing one, or is that one of these wasn't Seth Rogen involved in something?
0: So the main movie is the Seth Rogen one. Okay. And then I don't know what these villain movies are. And again, I don't know what we have live action. These are just the ones that they announced. So I would assume nothing else at this time.
1: Interesting. Well, I mean, whatever, just give it to us. What are stop talking about turtles and make a new one because it's i didn't mind those michael bay ones as much as most people did no i and liked I, them yeah. yeah i'll take whatever ninja turtle content you want to throw out there just do it just yep. get it going you got a streaming service now
0: well speaking of uh we got a quiet place 3 is <laughs> getting a 2025 release um you know that's crazy that this is a whole world i haven't seen part 2 yet and actually, that's one of those things where i I want to I just keep forgetting <laughs> like, and it made so much money. I mean, it made like three hundred and fifty million the first one part two, you know, it was in the middle of a pandemic, but it made three hundred million,
1: so it's just like, geez, like people are there for it, <laughs> and it was released on Paramount Plus, so it had that yeah co-release and still made money, yeah, yeah so we're getting a video game they're gonna build this whole world out
0: books yeah we're gonna get a whole whole thing
1: like you i did not actually watch the second one either
0: so yeah i know i need to um finally skip over the sonic news oh sonic news yes so sorry sonic 3 is announced knuckles spinoff is also announced i'm ready for both i i i love the first one and the second one looks great I'll, i'll watch them
1: yeah, that Knuckles spinoff is is headed toward a streaming service, from what I understand.
0: Maybe. I know. Build it, build it across everything. Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like you said, I, uh, we'll watch them. We'll go see them. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. So, finally, Transformers, uh, we got Rise of the Beast that comes out next year. It's going to be part one of a trilogy. So, that was solidified. And then, finally, there's going to be an all-CG animated movie in 2024 uh, that will go to theaters. Um, I know the stuff that's been on Netflix, War of Cybertron, is supposed to be good. I haven't watched them. Uh, But I do like the idea of an all-CG movie, uh, especially if they go G1. I
1: think that's a smarter idea. Absolutely. Can't wait for more Transformers. When you get to the transformers easter egg and horizon forbidden west let me know okay all right i'll keep you just posted. a little one you'll
0: know it. <laughs> you'll know it when
1: you see it uh but
0: we're gonna go to our second commercial break
2: do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend cream cream ale
0: do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up
2: drinking too much leading to discussions about political philosophy if so then we have a podcast for you When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the Tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. (laughs) A political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. He managed to make Trump look good on something. It's bad. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. Okay, Senator Obama.
1: Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that
0: scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect. quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest
1: apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. We are back with how I talk and let's talk gaming first up Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross is getting a remaster. Now this has been kind of um, looked at as lazy, honestly, uh, <laughs> which, whatever. I mean, I haven't had the chance to try it out yet, but it's coming to PC switch PlayStation four and steam. Uh, so your favorite game was what Chrono trigger, right? Correct. And this is the sequel to it, correct?
0: Yeah. um, And even though it is a sequel, it's honestly not related to the other one at all. Hmm. So it's really, you can play them completely independent. Some of the gameplay mechanics and stuff like that are similar, but that's about it. So um, this is fine. I'm going to buy it, personally, because I haven't played Chrono Cross in a long time since my Hmm playstation 2
2: maybe i think
0: it's been a long long time so yeah this is for me i'm into it Uh, i'm gonna get it
2: good
1: this is uh due april 7th and you can pre-order it today Mm -hmm. Um, check out the teaser online uh next up lego brawls is coming to switch so if you're into like those fighting games. Oh, what is the Mario one? I forget even Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers all those, all those kind of games. This is coming oh. to uh, console, but it's first started in Apple Arcade in 2019. So it's a fa- fast-paced four by four multiplayer brawler set in the Lego universe. So a lot of themes, including Ninjago and more. Uh, so you can get your hands on this soon.
0: Yeah, it's not my style. I like the idea of that Warner Brothers one more, but, you know, cool if you're into it.
1: Yep. <laughs> Speaking of things you're into, Wolf Among Us 2 has been teased. Uh, Telltale Games is back, uh, happily to say, and this is one of the first entries in their new lineup of of storytelling games.
0: Yeah, the trailer for this looked just incredible. It's probably my favorite telltale game the first one as far as story and it was the first one where you could do more uh action wise than like even the walking dead and stuff like that so it just gave me more choices and a little bit more dynamic they did it even better with borderlands but yeah this is hell of a fun time and um it got me into the comics which i thought was good too got me into reading the fables comics so it it served its purpose for me, and I cannot wait for the second one. Sounds like a win-win situation there. Hell yeah.
1: And last up in gaming news, if you're really excited for the Ninja Turtles Shredders Revenge game that's coming soon, the hack and slash beat 'em up brawler that we all deserve if we've been growing up in the 90s with arcade systems and whatnot. Um, Master Splinter joins the playable character roster, joining the Brothers 4 and April O'Neil uh his moveset is is you can watch it online in the new teaser. So I am going to buy this game probably day 1.
0: Yeah, this is uh this is the game for us. You know what I mean? Like this is a game that the two of us we grew up with it. Uh I think there's online multiplayer. If there's not then F this game, but yeah. If there is then we're going to be playing it day 1 for sure.
1: I mean, it'll still be better than that GI Joe garbage game that they made and released. <sighs> yeah, regardless. It wasn't good. You know, it wasn't good. I would have rather so. taken a side scroller em up GI Joe game than than that. So, also, also true. <laughs> Anyways, Casey, what time is it?
0: It is time for the pursuit of plastic.
1: All right, Toy Hunters and action figure enthusiasts out there. This is The Pursuit of Plastic, and we do have to do a little disclaimer first. Toy Fair is happening this weekend as we record. A lot of great announcements, but we're not going to talk about them on this show. We're going to save that for next episode because there's a lot, uh, and with the show not being wrapped up quite yet, uh, we still need to gather our thoughts on a lot of the cool stuff that they've announced. And lack of announcements as well. So get ready for that, <laughs> toy fans. But let's start today with Super Seven Bruce Lee Ultimate Figure. There was two of them put up for pre-order. Uh, this one, it's still up as we record this episode, so you can get either the Warrior or the Challenger. The Challenger is yellow suit, of course. Uh, these are in usually seven inch scale so it's a little bit off from my usual 112 so it'd be tough for me to buy either one of these for like say the head put po- like the head sculpt which i've been looking for a good bruce lee one for my uh roach of death from mezco but nonetheless both of these look like really really good figures for the price
0: yeah they really do um and You know, the other thing, just real quick, from Super 7 is the worst line. Oh, yeah. They continued. They released two new figures, like a Skeleton Knight, and then like a Daft Punk Grim Reaper. Uh, (laughs) Really, the best way to describe it, Robot Reaper. So, yeah, I... Ah, man. I mean, I could seriously drop a couple hundred dollars off of these two releases alone because they're really kick-ass looking, and the price point isn't a Mezco, you know what I mean? But it's not a Marvel legend. So it's, it's, it's a nice in between.
1: That's really it. You know, it's, it, at first it was kind of like, oh, well this, this price point is tough. Yeah. Like $55. But then you yeah. realize everything they give you and the quality of the figure itself. Yeah. It's even the quality. box. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have, I don't even know how many I have right now. I have, um, basically some Motu ones, a couple of Ninja Turtle ones, and whatnot—they're just—they're solid collectibles, and I love yeah. that Super Seven is going back and homaging a lot of the old figures from our childhood, but also doing these new, um, these new looks. And they're all indie figures, like the worst. Exactly, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, McFarlane, as usual, has um, unleashed more uh, figures upon us, and we won't even get into the, his Toy Fair stuff because he hasn't even gotten into that yet. That his releases are due by the end of the month uh all the upcoming stuff and news for that so look forward to that video but today uh we can talk a little bit about the death in the family joker uh both injustice green arrow and reverse flash an arkham knight figure and also uh the catwoman 66 and penguin 66 figures are both up for pre-order so a lot of these I'll leave links in uh, with with the uh, with the show notes. But as usual, McFarlane's just dropping a multitude of DC multiverse upon us. It's madness.
0: It is madness. Um, I have the Capullo version of this figure, uh, the Joker one, but it's a different outfit. You know, what I mean, it's like in his tuxedo and stuff like that. So probably we'll get this one. (laughs) Amongst other things, because McFarlane just continues to unleash upon us, and it's not over yet.
1: <laughs>
2: no,
1: Every not. week, something new, swear. Uh, next up in Hot Toys news Spider Man No Way Home, the villains uh, have, have returned. And the best part about that is we're getting some pretty amazing 1 6 scale collectibles based on the movie looks of Dr. Octopus, Green Goblin, uh, you know. Figures that would have been made in the early 2000s before, you know, they really kind of mastered their ways. So I'm excited to see these figures hit uh, with, you know, updated suits and and accessories and whatnot that really make them just shine. Yeah, I you know, I still
0: am not a fan of that Green Goblin. I just I still think it looks like shit. Um, I never got the biker suit thing that they did. But if I was going to get one, this would be the one to do. The Doc Ock just looks absolutely fantastic. I'm just waiting for that final Ditko version of the Spider-Man suit that gets teased at the end of that movie. um, Because that's what I'll be buying from this movie.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, Next up, from Hasbro, some Star Wars news. Uh, They've put up for pre-order... Boba's throne room, aka Jabba's throne room, whatever you want to call it, you can use it for either. Uh, clocking it at $250, this is one of the largest TVC playsets that they've released yet. This is all for the 3.75 scale inch. Uh, it c- includes a carded, uh, a blister pack carded uh, Bib Fortuna, Fat Fortuna from the end of uh, Mando season two. And even with the the amazing staff that Dave Filoni throw in uh, as homage to the old figure, uh, a lot of you know those those little details that they they get for the, these shows is amazing. But this this playset is great. I actually did pre-order it. Uh, it's like 50 plus accessories with it that go all over the throne room, from like a barbecue spit to like pillows and more. It's just a really neat set that'll look great on a shelf sometime by the end of
0: 2023 i mean it does look just absolutely amazing throw in max revo and you've got the greatest set of all time
1: <laughs> exactly where's the max Rebo three pack? that's you know, it where is he where is he um also they did drop a bunch of new black series and tvcs uh if you know complete your bad batch set with omega and echo uh chrysanthemum looks like a a chewbacca rehash it's complete garbage Mm -hmm. yeah hopefully they fix that by the time things come out um ahsoka you know the rosario dawson version and and even uh the client uh played by what's his name warner (laughs) Warner herzog you know so if you need that figure in your collection do it up but a lot of archive figures as well if you've um had an issue with kind of finding some of these figures, you know, want to play scalper prices. Uh, But I think my favorite that got teased is this dark trooper. I think it looks amazing. It'll be uh, more of a judgment made when it's in hand. Yep. I agree. Definitely. Also jumping over to star Wars news from Lego. uh, They, with the end of the book of Boba Fett, they've released a bunch of new sets, including the throne room, which I was not impressed by. Reminds me too much of the old java sets, but watered down. Um, but the Mando Naboo fighter—I am definitely getting that. So, been just waiting for that to go up on pre-order in any form possible.
0: Yeah, this absolutely looks fantastic. Um, like you said, like this is one you know we've been waiting for uh, since we watched it in the episode. So this one, I want it. <laughs> And exactly. it, there's more than 245 new sets
1: coming. <laughs> one of two, yeah, exactly.
0: In the just, first half of the year
1: alone, oh my gosh! When you see what they've teased already? You're just like, yeah, it's it's coming. I mean, yeah, I can't even believe how many toy the toy the year awards Lego won. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, just been delivering since our childhood. Uh, last, been Star Wars toy news: uh, Boba Fett. Is getting a deluxe version quarter scale figure from Hot Toys, just bigger than your usual Hot Toy, uh, with all the accessories and and amazing sculpting that we've come to expect from Hot Toys. Six hundred twenty five dollars. Yeah,
0: I already got that amazing, you know, Mando figure coming out, so it's it's fine. <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> or do
1: I? I don't own a Boba Fett. Gosh darn it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. These are the yeah. questions you must ask yourself as you pull your wallet out. Uh, then, last up, NECA Holothon. So, NECA and Target are proud to announce Holothon, the first of its kind global collectors event featuring the best and exclusive figures and never before seen collectibles. This four week, one of a kind collaboration kicks off on March 18th. And will be available at Target and Target.com within the U.S. and internationally at Holothon.com. Very exciting uh, team up here because I love what Target's been doing with collectibles. They've gained my respect with the way they treat uh, how they release things, how they ship things and a lot. So I feel that Target has been the one-stop place. Yes, it's one of the major corporate brick-and-mortar stores but Without any toy stores out there, at least somebody's doing their job, unlike Walmart. Fuck Walmart.
0: Yeah, they're they're pretty good. And you know, if you wait a little bit, you usually do find the toys that you want. Um the franchises for this holothon include Elf, <laughs> Elvira, Gremlins, Evil Dead, Back to the Future, Chia, Hello Kitty, etc. So who knows? Because we don't know what's going to come out, what they're going to unveil. You know, NECA, as we'll talk about in the Toyster, uh, Toy Fair show, released a lot of things um, already. And this says never before seen, which is m- even more curious as to what that truly means.
1: Yeah, they've been going all out. I mean, their 31 days of October were amazing, where they just did a tease every day of something new. Just they're running on all cylinders, and the fact that they're teaming up with Target and trying to get the collectibles into people's hands instead of you know kind of the distribution issues that they've had in the past, Mm -hmm. uh, issues with scallopers and more. I'm really excited to see if if this is something that's going to be um accessible to all. Exactly,
0: yep, could be very exciting, uh, coming up in just a month.
1: So we'll, let's leave this link in here. They can read all about it. There's even a sweepstakes involved. So if you're if you're a NECA fan, if you're an action figure fan out there, get on it. A lot of collectibles on their way. And as I mentioned at the top of the pop, we'll have some uh, toy news, uh, Toy Fair news coming to you soon. So be excited, toy enthusiasts. Be excited. Anyways, Casey, where can you find us?
0: Oh my gosh, well you could check us out at DFATEntertainment.com or all over the social medias at DFATEntertainment We also have a, a com, which still continues to pump out content from time to time uh, But yeah, during the, uh, or part of the DFAT Entertainment lineup, we have a ton of great podcasts and content for you guys to consume So go ahead and do that, and uh, you know, this is Casey saying go read some comics
1: And this is Chris saying, don't forget to tell.